Hello and welcome back to the Film Odyssey podcast. My name is Salas Cicero. And I'm Dan Dubon. Today we will be discussing our quick thoughts on Oppenheimer's teaser trailer and Killer of the Flower Moon's new release date. Our main topics today will be about Marvel Studios' Comic-Con announcements. So it's been a while, right? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been like, I think May was the last time. It's been since May. I think you're right, yeah. Yeah, it's been but, since May since we've done a podcast. Um, yeah. We were talking about our top 10 most anticipated summer movies, and yeah. it's already almost the end of July. I mean, yeah, crazy. I think we were talking about time moving by so quickly in the last episode, and look yeah. where we are now. Yeah. It's just crazy. It seems to go faster and faster. There's also been some big news this week. Due to Jordan Peele's Nope debuting in theaters, audiences got to see a quick teaser trailer for Nolan's new film, Oppenheimer. The world is changing, reforming. This is your moment. How can this man... is so much... be so blind? from which the sun draws its power has been loose. You gave them the power to destroy themselves. It made him the most important man who ever lived. The man who moved the earth. And... Highly anticipated. Yeah, what'd you think about that, man? Yeah, um, so I've been looking forward to this movie ever since we first heard, like, our first news about it. I mean, Billy Murphy in the lead role is, you know, really interesting to me because I think he's a really underrated and underutilized actor. And just the cast in general is insane. Like, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, like a bunch of other people, like Benny Safdie's in there. So it's a really crazy cast. And this is also going to be the first movie that Nolan is doing with Universal after he left Warner Bros. So that's like another new thing. And the Oppenheimer's story in general seems really interesting to me. And I'm really looking forward to it. And the teaser was everything that i would wanted to see yeah i think the teaser trailer was probably the best marketing since the dark knight i was already hooked from the first scene with the whole time just running from seconds to minutes throughout the whole trailer and the music in it the imagery the explosion, the close-ups, yeah, yeah. and as you were talking about with the cast, um, really it's crazy, really, it's like, like half of Hollywood is in the movie. Pretty much, I mean, it goes from all the way down the list, and the fact that I believe Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, and Emily Blunt all were like okay with them not being paid the amount they're supposed to be, yeah, just so they could be in a Nolan film. I, I think that proves how much of a powerhouse director nolan is that he has actors lining up to work with him especially especially robert downey jr i mean iron man from 2008 but it looks really good and 
definitely one of my most anticipated for next season. And also, just hitting in with the news, Killers of the Flower Moon's release date has now been delayed till next year. If anyone has not heard of what Killers of the Flower Moon is, um, that is the new Martin Scorsese film that it was supposed to release this year from Paramount Pictures and Apple TV. Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and Jesse Plemons, I believe, right? Yeah, Brendan Fraser, I think, is also... Yeah, that has now been delayed to 2023 next year. Um, Sadly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were already rumors about it as being delayed. And it kind of makes sense in a way, because, I mean, it's a Scorsese film, and he does long movies, and he still experiments with his films, with his directing. Um, yeah. He still tries to do what he's never done before, which I respect that. And you were able to see a tiny bit of that in The Irishman. And so having it delayed to next year, it gives Scorsese more time to make this his true vision. Yeah, it's unfortunate it was delayed, but I'd rather have a better movie in the you know long term than just have it be rushed out you know just for Oscar season. But it's definitely at the top of my list for next year. Going on to now the real discussion, the big topics of this yeah. episode. Um, as everyone who's into comics and who are nerdy like us <laughs> for <laughs> films and just entertainment in general, yeah. uh, San Diego Comic-Con happened um, last week, <clears throat> last weekend. Yeah. It just happened. And there Lots were... of big bombshells dropped. Yeah, um, started out slow, but they really uh, gave the fans what they wanted. Yeah, they really delivered. For sure, yeah, definitely yeah. delivered. First, starting out with giving us the I Am Groot teaser trailer, which I found yeah. was just so cute. Uh, yeah. It was hilarious. I'm Vin Diesel keeps getting that paycheck. Just to say I am Groot. I think I am Groot looks like a cute little show, obviously. Not something I'm probably going to watch. But, I mean, I think it's good for young kids, you know, who like Groot. But besides that, uh, the next big MCU movie we have coming up next is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And, yes. of course, there's been lots of, like, you know drama behind the scenes with, you know, the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman and then, like, production issues because of COVID and stuff, but the first trailer or teaser dropped for the movie, and I really loved it. I thought it was emotional, which is pretty rare for MCU movie trailers, and it gave a good sense of the story, and I really liked it, and I'm looking forward to the movie even more now. I think the trailer had Ryan Coogler's DNA all over it, what did you th think of the trailer, so? Yeah, the trailer, I was expecting everything that I got. I was expecting it to be emotional. I was expecting it to be deep. I was I was not expecting anything that was silly or even close to being funny. And this is exactly what we got. I uh, definitely got me more interested in the movie because before this, I had no idea what to expect from this. But you know, now I could say I'm genuinely excited for it. Uh, Kevin Feige also announced that this will be the last movie of Phase 4, which probably makes it 
the shortest phase of the MCU so far, and probably yeah. also the most divisive among fans. That's uh, true. That's very true. Um, I yeah. think if this film is not completely butchered by Marvel Studios like Doctor Strange was, um, but hopefully Ryan Coogler's vision is 100% in this movie in November, and if so, then this really could be a fantastic finale to a very uneven phase. And then next up, we got the movie starting off Phase 5 next year, which releases February 2023, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, the third Ant-Man movie directed by Peyton Reed. Going to have Kang as the big villain. He's obviously being set up to be the next big bad of the MCU with Jonathan Majors uh, returning. And I am I could say I'm very interested in this movie. It's hard to gauge my excitement level for it right now because we don't know really what the story is, but we know That's Kang. True. We know Kang's going to be in it, so obviously some big things have to happen here. Um, so, what's your anticipation level for this film as of now? The only reason why I'm really excited for Ant Man and the Lost Quantumanium is because this is written by the writers who wrote Rick and Morty. Correct. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And as someone who actually started watching Rick and Morty last year, I really, I hope Marvel doesn't screw up with their writing, because if anyone's seen Rick and Morty out there, you know how fantastic that show was. Yeah, um, I'll say I'm cautiously optimistic for it, because I don't really know what to expect as of right now, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Next up, we got the Disney Plus series Secret Invasion. This is obviously a big storyline from the comics that some yeah. people are excited about. Samuel Jackson is coming back for this. Uh, ben Mendelsohn from Captain Marvel is also going to be in this. Amelia Clark is also making her MCU debut in this movie oh, wow. from Game of Thrones fame. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I don't really know a lot about the Secret Invasion storyline, but... You know, it sounds interesting. So what are your thoughts? I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't remember anything about Secret Evasions except for that Nick Fury is in it. And I believe it has to do with um, it's connected to the end credits scene from Far From Home, right? Yeah, something like that. So I'm excited uh, because we haven't seen Nick Fury since Far From Home. Yeah. Um. So it should be interesting to see him back in the MCU, see Samuel L. Jackson as that character again. But once there's a trailer or some advertisement of some sort, I um, will definitely be uh, watching it to get a good idea of what the story is about. Yeah. Um. And then next up after that, uh, May 2023, uh, kicking off the summer, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's finally going to see the light of day. This movie obviously has a crazy, uh, you know, history because James Gunn ended up getting fired from it from like old tweets from 10 years ago. And yeah. he went to make the Suicide Squad for Warner Bros. So he could come back to do it. So Marvel had to delay the movie a bit. And then now he finally came back and, you know, he made the movie. Apparently it's supposed to be the last movie with these guardians whatever that means i think that implies a death or two is probably likely going to happen my anticipation level is high i think the guardians movies have been a bright spot in the mcu they have a very unique flavor 
And I think James Gunn brings a lot to them. Um, and I think this movie is going to be somewhat emotional, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. The Guardians of the Galaxy hold a special place in my childhood. In summer of 2014, um, I just remember going to see that movie. It was a complete surprise. Yeah. Like, I just, once the film ended, I'm like, give me more. I fell in love with these characters. And it was like the biggest, it, that was the only thing I loved in the back in the day, that Guardians of the Galaxy was it. And when Volume 2 came out, oh my God, like, it was it was my Phantom Menace. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's how it was for me going to see that movie in theaters. And so the fact that we're now going to be at Volume 3, the finale, it just really, it's emotional for me a bit and also makes yeah. me feel old. It's like having that kind of end is bittersweet for me. And I'm very excited too. Next up, we have another Disney Plus series, Echo. If you don't know who Echo is, it's the character who was introduced in Hawkeye. And if you did see the Hawkeye Disney Plus show, I guess you're out of luck. But but anyway, this is going to pick up from the end of the Hawkeye Disney Plus show, and it's going to follow her character. Um, and I think the main selling point of this show is that Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are supposed to have supporting roles in this series, which I think is going to get a lot of people watching it, including me. So... I, even though I don't really care about the Echo character as of right now, I'd say I'm potentially interested. That should be interesting if they do a good job. Next up, we got The Marvels, which if you don't know what that is, that's the sequel to Captain Marvel that's called something completely different. This is going to be, you know, the sequel to Captain Marvel from 2019, following Brie Larson's character. Monica Rambeau from WandaVision will also be in this, and so will Miss Marvel. From the Disney Plus series Miss Marvel, they're all going to be teaming up in this movie. I've heard uh, Nia DaCosta, who did the Candyman remake, is directing this, so that should be interesting. Mm. I heard some leaks that this be somewhat a musical, which is concerning to me. Uh, but other than that, I, this is probably honestly my least anticipated because I didn't like the first Captain Marvel. I felt it was very bland, very generic it just felt like paint by numbers so i can't say i'm looking forward to this even though i do think brie larson's a good actress uh but what are your thoughts on this captain marvel i was not a big fan of and so the marvels in general that's probably my least anticipated uh mcu project and directed by nia DaCosta, who made Candyman, which i did not like Candyman at all so yeah. i i really don't know depending on who writes it but other than that, that's my least anticipated, unfortunately. Um, anyway, after that, we're getting Loki season two on Disney Plus, <laughs> which, you know, Loki, when it was first coming out, I was like, why do we need a Disney Plus show on Loki? I mean, he isn't he a villain? Like, why do we need a show about him? But the show honestly really surprised me. I enjoyed it. And the cliffhanger that season one ended on like left me wanting more. So I'm excited to see where season two goes and how Loki's story will continue. I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to this. Yeah, when it was first announced season one and when the first trailer hit, I was not amused at all. Uh, I I definitely just thought it was just more filler from the MCU. And then once the first episode came, I wanted more. Like yeah. I really like I said, this is going to be special, this is going to be different, and this is going to be something that I want from the MCU. Like, if I was a filmmaker, or if I was writing a show, and I had to be part of the MCU, this is exactly the direction I would go. 
And season two, I really like as for a Marvel television show, season two of Loki is my most anticipated. For um, sure. Yeah. I love the character, how they made this villain that we all know who's just devious and destroyed half of New York. Yeah. And they really just go into this character. It's like a character study of who he truly is inside. And so if it continues to be like that in season two or gets even better, literally, yeah, I'm yeah. totally in. I'm really looking forward to this. Tom Hiddleston is great in the role. You know? Fantastic. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Then November 2023. We're going to be getting the Blade reboot with two-time Oscar winner Mahershala yes. Ali playing Blade. Um, I don't know what to expect from this. A lot of people are expecting just crazy gore and vampire killing in this, but I don't think that's the route they're going to go because the MCU doesn't really lean into violence that much. But who knows? I'm open to be surprised. I'm looking forward to this mostly because of Mahershala Ali. Honestly, he's a really phenomenal actor. I'm looking forward to this because of Mahershala Ali. Um, him being cast as Blade literally couldn't pick the better actor. Yeah. Like, the perfect casting choice. And yeah. the fact that it's in the MCU's hands, and hopefully they'll do respect to the character since it is supposed to be like a dark, kind of bloody, um, adult-rated uh, superhero movie. Yeah. That's what it was intended at first. Hopefully they kind of... I hope the MCU goes the Batman route like DC did for this yeah. character. Um, yeah. That would be the necessary choice. Um, but yeah. yeah, for November for Blade, that should be definitely interesting. And I'm excited. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Next up, we got Ironheart. Now, a lot of people probably don't even know who the Ironheart character is. Basically, she's a character from the comics who is inspired by Tony Stark, builds her own Iron Man suit. Um, that's really all I know about the character. Um, she's supposed to appear in Black Panther Wakanda Forever as like an introduction before her own series. So hmm. I, I honestly, this series is a big question mark for me. I have no idea what to expect from this. Pretty much you explaining what Ironheart is is literally <laughs> the only thing I got from it. I yeah. had no idea what Ironheart is or was. All right, moving into 2024, something that I think mm. all, all Marvel fans are excited for is Daredevil Born Again, the 18-episode <laughs> Disney Plus series. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this. The Daredevil Netflix show was honestly probably one of the best superhero shows that got released um, of that you know time. And I really enjoyed all the seasons. I thought Charlie Cox was great in the role. Um, and to see him and Vincent D'Onofrio returning in the actual MCU is really exciting. And this being 18 episodes is even more exciting because almost all Disney Plus shows so far have been in like the six episode format. So mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see um, something that's, you know, a regular TV show Lem, you know? Yeah. Um, I have some concerns on what the tone will be for this. Like, I really hope they just don't turn Daredevil into a joke machine. That's my biggest concern. For this new one, I I hope I like it a lot better than I did with the previous one. Um, one thing I think they should do, if Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios are smart enough, 
is to let it stay as bloody as it is since they already have the Daredevil show on Disney Plus that's really just intense. Yeah. And keeping it that way, like it just I feel like that'd be the smartest thing to do because it would just be like they still kept the show going. There wouldn't be any controversy to it. But yeah, I mean we'll see how that turns out the more we hear from it. Um next up we have Captain America New World Order. This is gonna be the first Captain America movie being led by Anthony Mackie now taking over as Captain America, you know, picking up from Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Disney Plus show. Um, the director of this is concerning because he also directed the Cloverfield Paradox, which is probably one of the most garbage movies I think I've seen ever. So that's concerning. But, uh, you know, I trust Marvel with most things. So I guess we'll see how this turns out. Um, I, I think Anthony Mackie is really good um in the role and i think he's really like grown into it um so i'm excited to see this even though we don't have a cast for like story or anything i don't really know exactly i can't really fully say what my thoughts are because i haven't really decided truly how i feel about this um this new movie with anthony mackie as captain america i think about the falcon the winter soldier that show that's when he became captain america yeah. Um, I'm not sure if Bucky Barnes is going to be in it. I yeah, we don't know. We, we yeah. have no clue. Yeah. But um, I the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was probably my second least favorite uh, Marvel show. Um, yeah. I think it just was uneven in tones. And so for this new movie, I don't know how it's going to be, where it's going to go. So I'm kind of hesitant about it. Um, yeah. I, I was never a big Captain America fan in general. Even a Chris Evans Captain America, I mean, he's a good Captain America, Chris Evans is great, but yeah. the movie is still, the only one I really like was the first Avenger, it was surprising to me. Yeah. Uh, the Winter Soldier, I don't like that one. Civil War is okay, um, but other than that, I'm just not a huge Captain America fan, but yeah. I hope this wins me over with a new director. Um, even Hopefully. Though even though the new director uh, made the Cloverfield Paradox, which was just an atrocity, um, really <laughs> just bad. Just to put it lightly. Yeah, just to put it lightly. And next up, uh, we, we're getting the Thunderbolts now. If you don't know what the Thunderbolts is, it's, ba- it's basically Marvel's version of Suicide Squad, let's put it like that. It's basically anti-heroes who work for the government and do jobs for them. I mean. We a director is attached to this. We have a rumored cast, which is probably going to include, you know, Yelena Florence Pugh's character, uh, Wyatt Russell from the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, Taskmaster from the Black Widow movie. Um, maybe Bucky will be in this. Uh, Zemo will probably also be in this, since he's kind of like an anti-hero character, and you know, now an anti-hero. Yeah, and fans like him. So yeah. We don't really know a lot about the story and we don't have an official cast, but if this is Marvel's version of Suicide Squad, I think it should be interesting to see like another team-up movie like this with unlikable type characters. So if 
uh, Florence Pugh and Daniel Brule come back for this, I'm definitely 100% interested. But what are your thoughts on this? I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. Suicide Squad, DC Suicide Squad is good enough. And Thunderbolt's will also be the last movie of Phase 5 in the MCU. So that's going to end it. Phase 6 starts in 2025. And it starts off with Fantastic Four, which a lot of people have been, you know, hotly anticipating. Of course, Fantastic Four has a very troubled big screen adaptations from the past. So for this, like we don't have a director, we don't have a cast, but a lot of people are looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to it. I think I have to learn a little bit more about what the story will be before I become like hyped for it or anything. But yeah, what are your thoughts on this? I'm looking forward to it because the Fantastic Four, and I I like the Fantastic Four, I do. But I will say that for a new film, I need to know who the director is. I mean, it was going to be John Watts' efforts, which I was extremely upset about. Not because he's a bad director, but just because you need someone new. So I'm wondering who the director is, and the cast, too. Um, Who's going to be playing Mr. Fantastic? Because there's already rumors that John Krasinski is like hinting that he's not going to be Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Exactly. There were rumors that might go with a bunch of young like up-and-coming actors that no one has really heard of which I think is a refreshing choice. Yeah. Since the MCU casts a lot of big-name people I think this would that would be pretty cool to see but you know we'll see it doesn't come out till 2025 so. Makes sense. Yeah. So next up is the big one that I think everyone has been anticipating. The next Avengers movie titled Avengers The King Dynasty, coming May 2025. It was announced today that Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed Shang-Chi, will be directing this, which is interesting. Obviously, we don't really know anything about this movie, except that Kang will be the villain obviously and we don't even know who is on the avengers team at this point so it's kind of a mystery uh but yeah what are your thoughts on this i'm happy that we got confirmation about a new avengers movie that already for me is just uh, a win i'm very happy about that the director of shang chi um making this film i mean i wish like i said before i wish that they when it comes to Marvel movies and Kevin Feige, I wish that they actually get new original directors who haven't made an MCU film. The title looks very interesting. It sounds interesting as well. So I yeah. look forward to that. Um, I think the question, like you said, is just who's going to be the Avengers? Who's going to yeah. be in it? Who are the superheroes? Yeah. Um, is Who else is going to be there besides Kang? Is it just going to be Kang alone? Is yeah. he going to play, like, Infinity War? Is Kang going to have a plan of some sort? So he probably there's lots will. Of questions. Yeah, there's lots of questions. Yeah. So it, it just keeps me excited. Um, We'll probably get confirmation on who's going to be in this within, like, a few months or maybe sure. a year from now. Sure. Um, But, yeah, finally, the last movie that Marvel announced at Comic-Con this past weekend is Avengers Secret Wars, which is another Avengers movie in the same year which makes me believe that this is going to be another Infinity War endgame type situation. Um, obviously, Secret Wars is a big you know, thing from the comics that fans have been wanting to see adapted for a while, so that should be interesting. Um, but we 
even know less about this movie except that it comes out November 2025. We have no director, no cast, story, nothing. So thoughts on this? Yeah, when I saw on Instagram that there was another Avengers, when someone posted Secret Wars, I, I was like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like that In was the same year, my, too. Yeah, seriously, talk about fan service. Like, yeah. that's, that's a win. Like, that's yeah. literally kudos to Kevin Feige and them for doing so, for doing that. Yeah, that's fantastic. And luckily, we don't have to wait in case there is any big cliffhanger. We won't have to wait another year. Yeah, that's true. Um, if there is a big cliffhanger from the previous Avengers, we won't have to wait like a year. We'll just wait a few months and I'm fine with doing so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but overall, I think everything on this list, obviously, there's some things I'm looking uh, forward to more than others. But I think almost everything else I'm looking forward to. It all sounds interesting. This the upcoming these upcoming projects from Marvel kind of restored my faith in them, honestly, because I think most of us aren't big fans of phase four and we're kind of questioning like where are things going? Like did, does Marvel still have a plan? Like what's going on here? I think this Comic Con is also successful, you know, because the last Comic Con was I think pre-pandemic. So it feels yeah. like ages since the last one happened. And I think this was a really good way to, you know, invigorate the um, fan base. One last thing we should probably talk about is DC, obviously, they did, you yes. know, br bring out all their guns blazing. But what they did show off was a new Black Adam and Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer. Both come out later this year. True. Um, Black Adam, uh, you know, for me... You know, I know this is Dwayne Johnson's passion project. He's wanted to play this character since like 2008, something like that. But it, it just, to me, it doesn't look that great. It looks kind of like a generic superhero story. Like we've seen this before, you know? Yeah. So my hype level, I'm not really that excited. Shazam, though, I love the first Shazam. It came out at the worst time possible right before like Avengers Endgame. So it got yeah. slaughtered. And I think it might get slaughtered again since it comes out opposite Avatar 2, which is the dumbest thing ever. I don't know why you would release another movie. The trailer looks good, though. I like the trailer. You know, it gives off that kind of, you know, vibe from the first one. Um, Zachary Levi looks like he's having a great time here. Helen, yeah. Mir <laughs> Helen Mirren is in this, which is kind of Lucy funny. Lucy Liu. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to Shazam more than Black Adam. What about you? Black Adam. I did not like the first trailer. The second trailer I enjoyed more than you did. Um, I don't know how the movie's going to be in general. That's yeah. definitely a question. Um, but hopefully it's good. Hopefully we get some more information about DC's stuff like next year, later this year, or something like that. What else came out this Comic Con for trailers? Uh, was John Wick, which oh, I'm excited yeah. for forgot that, that that made me laugh hysterically but in a good way like it was like you couldn't believe what you were seeing on screen yeah. but it wasn't to the point where you're like this is ridiculous <clears throat> it looks really good obviously the cast is pretty crazy got bill skarsgård in there uh yeah you know uh donnie again <laughs> i like how um chad stahelski seems to keep upping the, the ante for every movie it seems like like it seems to get more and more intense i think five is supposed to be the last ones uh so we'll see what happens with that but yeah definitely looking forward to it looking forward to seeing keanu like from an axe at someone's head <laughs> <laughs> 
and other crazies to kill someone with a pencil in the library. What fascinates me is that this will be the first John Wick movie to not take place entirely in New York. Um, I think he's going to like Paris and Japan in this one, which should be interesting. I think it's good to, you know, expand the scope a little bit. But yeah, everything from Comic-Con, we both enjoyed for the most part. There was a lot to talk about. Yeah, there was. Thank you for watching our podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Um, Definitely tell us what you're excited about, too. Um, What DC, what Comic-Con announcements you were excited for. Even though we didn't mention um, anything like Game of Thrones or The Lord of the Rings, you could still comment about what you thought about those trailers um, or Maybe you were excited for those the most in Marvel. Um, But for the Marvel fans out there, definitely tell us what you're most excited for for these new phases, because we'd love to hear it. Um, Thank you for watching, and look forward to us next time.